Isabel is not fucking allowed in this one. You can podcast right now, you're not allowed in that. Hi. Okay. <clears throat> Third installment. Pretty exciting. I was just listening to um, Charles Bukowski. Charles Bukowski reading his poetry but backed with this kind of music. Maybe I'll put what I was listening to some some notes format. Because it was really, really cool. It was like dramatic music and his poetry. And um, I'm definitely going to get creative and maybe play around with this after that. But I wanted to <clears throat> hop on here and do this really quick or not really quick. I was definitely feeling inspired. It was very cool. It was like... I think I already said this, but it was like mixed music in him. And I think that's like, that's pretty doable. I don't know if that's like me, me finding somebody who mixes music or, I don't know. I'll troubleshoot that. So this week I'm doing the most recent poem. So the past two episodes have been about pieces that were written, you know, almost over a year ago now, or, or maybe less. But either way, there are archived pieces. But this week, I'm, I'm reading this week's poem, and I'm going to break it down. It's going to be a part of it. I'm really excited about it. And I think I'm just curious to see if my thought process flows better since it's just, like, near to the time that I'm writing this. Not, not, that, not that I found it difficult the last few weeks, but just playing around, I think I'm going to... Let me know what you think if you're listening to this. Um, when you've listened to the other pieces or yeah. So this week's poem, no name, this second collection that I'm doing, it um I've just been naming it by numbers. I think when it gets made into a second edition of the book, I'll probably give it names, but for right now, there are no names. Um, I recently went on a trip to pack up uh you know the last chapter of my life and the place that I packed up is a really magical place and it's one of those places that I think because it's a continuous spot in my life and it's just kind of a magical place I always have like very interesting realizations and I was really 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 not excited to go up to Provincetown it's Provincetown and and close everything up, but had to be done, whatever, and I really did not enjoy my time there, I was feeling just like, oh, it's so annoying, it's like five hours away, and I just, just like, most of this stuff I've lived without for a minute now, I don't really want it, but nonetheless, like, there, I needed to go get it, I needed to close it up, and I also needed to get, you know, the pieces of clothing, the pieces of clothing, clothing that do mean something to me, and I always, Provincetown, I always feel like maybe it's like all the salt air or something that, that I always land on like a very interesting new aha kind of moment. And this time I was up there and I was really fighting it, but I started was having conversations and this, you know, everything leads into everything. And I was just sat there ruminating on things and... I realized that I 
have a recurring dream. I've had a recurring dream my whole life where I have an issue in the dream. I forget my jacket or my coat or something. And I'm like shouting this out to everybody. I'm saying like, oh my God, I, I lost my jacket or my passport or whatever and everybody's just kind of like they're they're moving on and, and it's not a hard dream to deduce it's like okay and I and I'm kind of being like what you know you know hey I I lost my jacket and I'm trying to get everybody to pay attention to me and nobody seems to care and it's it's not a hard dream to deduce it's not a complicated dream but when I reflected on that dream, I never thought, to, I, I just, I had the wrong perspective, or I just hadn't been through enough things, or God knows, because it never made sense to me. I was like, I feel like I'm pretty good at, you know, letting it be known that I've got an issue. Like, I've lost my jacket. Like, I, like, I, like, anyways, so I was sat there, and I realized that I put a few things together, and I realized that I'm just not all that good at speaking very finite I feel statements and I think it's ironic because this is a poetry podcast and I'm talking about poetry and you would think somebody who writes poetry is excessively proficient in I feel statements (laughs) and I think that this is apropos of the irony of most things about us that the things that we feel are the strongest are our weakest that we're kind of just this paradigm of achilles heels that inform the thoughts that you have the decisions that you make the things that you decide to put your energy and time into and we're all just this kind of reflection of these ironic dichotomies i am also super dyslexic i am a dyslexic poet i was drawn to the importance of words and expressing yourself because I found it so difficult as a child to communicate. So I made it an integral part of my life. I've spent a, I spent a lot of the time in between that point and this point cultivating a voice. So it means a lot to me. I choose my words choicely. And I am aware of the power that words have because I, I experience a world ignorant to how difficult comprehension can be between human beings so even though I experience myself as somebody at least very intending to be a transparent I feel statement kind of person I'm not that good at that in reality I'm pretty good at expressing a very thought out a very a very polished and perspective type of I feeling statement but I'm not really I I, and maybe you can maybe the the arc of work you can kind of see me landing on this but at least in my very very present life I am not that good at just like I'm thirsty or I don't like that and it means that by the time that the people in my life are interacting with my feelings they're very convoluted and 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 confusing and and I think it's even more confusing and alienating because the people who are engaging with me are confused because the distance between the feeling that I've landed on and what they're at is very very different and it's because I avoided the very very 
advent of this moment by saying by not saying like i'm i'm hungry or i'm tired or that hurt my feelings i mean there's a there's a an array of it but it's the absolute simplest and so this week's piece is about that i have been really trying to focus in on my most basic basic experience out of respect and and i think this is similar to episode one kind of i'm like kind of having a deja vu moment about what i'm talking about but i'm gonna make a concerted effort to be more transparent with all my i'm feelings in my life because it was alienated in part of myself okay here here's the quote i'm so inspired by the charles bukowski reading that i was just doing i'm gonna try and please if you're listening to this, read uh, it's Style by Charles Bukowski. I mean, really inspired. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm feeling. And that means figuring out the difference between prickled skin and ringing ears. I'm feeling. And that means letting my heart push against the back of my eyes and letting what falls as it may. I wasn't feeling, and it meant I was never really as close as as each impasse intended. I wasn't feeling, and I realized it had made me believe that my feelings had to be banished. Sent to the jury for the eyes of strangers to judge if I was in fact as flawed as being banished implied. So I think that one of the most um, transformative parts of maybe what I realized on this trip was that in not allowing myself to just have a reaction and speak it out loud to the people who in my life that want to be close to me was that in in not allowing myself to have that reaction to be somebody who expected a really a really fully formed experience to be to be the only one you could share with people i was somehow making myself believe that my reaction my pure kind of my pure self if you will was flawed in some way that 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 I I wasn't a, that if I was if I was to just react if I was to let the animal out of the cage as it were to dramatize it that everything would fall apart that that there was something inherently wrong with my reaction that 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 I that if I was to unveil the person who has a, a knee-jerk reaction that that it was going to be really bad that it, that something was wrong with that that I was gonna that people weren't gonna like it that it was gonna be wrong that it was an inherently wrong reaction and I think you see it you you at least see it in 
I think you see it in a lot of different ways with people. You see, you see people people on let's say a reality TV show and say, "Wow, that was a that was a really bad reaction." But, and I think people who are really good at this probably don't even have this thought process with themselves. But I do think that there are more people in my shoes who have internalized this idea that if they were just kind of unapologetically their gut reaction that people wouldn't like them or that people it it wouldn't be the right reaction and I think those people are 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 I mean I don't want to make it sound like I'm talking about myself but I mean that is something that happened to somebody where they they were they internalized that their reaction was wrong but that does not mean that that person who hasn't has internalized that that belief about themselves would have the wrong reaction that it's like it's like anybody who's in that process has probably only had this one thing happen that made them realize that doesn't mean that they're bad and i'm not even just talking to myself i just think that i i look out and i see people who are tense and uncomfortable with themselves because something about them has made them believe that if they were not buttoned up there would be retribution for it. And I see it, you know? And I think my th- this, this episode, this poem is my version of that, but I think that a lot of us have a, have a certain kind of modality that is really worried that if you were to just kind of like say what, what the first th- thing that was on your mind, I'm gonna pause, that if you were to say your gut reaction, if you were to say the thing that you just like initially thought, that everything would fall apart or be the person that 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 is uncontrolled that and this is what i'll say i have been inching my way towards totally removing that facade between me myself and the people around me and you're not a monster that that i think that's that's the thing that you'll learn i think that what i'm learning and what I've learned about as I inch towards this is that, yeah, you'll 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 lose people for sure, because they had a relationship with the person that you were previous to this. And yeah, you'll make you'll make new friends, and they'll and maybe some of those new friends equally have an issue with it, but at least. But what at least my experience has been, but at least you are yourself. And at least if you do, if you they don't like your reaction, you honored your reaction. Because that's your ride or die. That's your fucking ride or die. All right. That's where my thought ended. I'm going to start playing around with some more dramatic readings and some music it sounds like that's my next project keep an eye out for that hope you love this 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 poem if you if this is for the recording outside of patreon if you want to read it it's in my patreon no pressure or just go back and listen to it um anyways have a great day guys